Hey, babe, truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to impress me. Okay, Alexa, tell Toyota to start my Avalon. What is your four-digit pin? 0718. Our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Well done, babe. Uh -huh. Play just got serious. Introducing the all-new Avalon, featuring premium tech like available Amazon Alexa control. The all-new Avalon. Toyota, let's go places. Use remote start only if circumstances surrounding vehicle are legal and safe to do so. Amazon and Alexa are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Home to vehicle functions and requirements will vary. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The breakfast club. Made for everybody. Top of the morning to you, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning. Top of the morning to you. Charlamagne the guy. Peace to the planet is Tuesday. Wake up, goddammit. We up. You up, I'm up. Come on, man. I'm always up. I'm drinking me some green tea and honey right now. All right, getting ready for the day. What's happening? Hey, everything is good. Look what somebody sent me. What? What's that? Some gold uh, Wu-Tang chains. A Wu-Tang chain. They wow. sent me three chains with the W. Isn't that nice? Well, Is that my dude from L.A.? What's his name? King Ice? It, uh, yeah. Supposed to be sending it to King all Ice. of us. Yeah, not yeah. just you. It. Well, I did work for Wu-Tang for some time, and I was in a video. But you could share the, the, the chains, we, ye? No, these are all these are mine. They're all different ones? Yeah. Oh. Well, keep your faux jewelry. We don't want your faux jewelry. Uh, That's right. the word, right? Faux? It's real. Faux. All, oh, I, see? all I got is a little button. Somebody sent me a button that said, itch, I might be. Hey, congratulations, Thank sir. Thank you, sir. I'm, all right. I'm excited about that. Now, uh, Lena Waif will be here this morning. Lena Waif will be joining us this yes, morning. the young icon living. She's been to the Breakfast Club before. I love Lena, man. Even if you call her right now and you need a favor, you need something, she picks up the phone. She's always excited. She stays humble. I love Lena. I nah, saw nah. her at Black Girls Rock, and she gave one of the best speeches of the night, and that's going to come on BET on the night. Cool. Now, 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 don't just throw that out there about Lena. Lena, be busy. All right? Lena got about 20 shows that she's either producing or writing on. She ain't picking up the phone all the damn time. Man. Well, she picked up for us, so I'm well, excited about that. Did you call her or did you call somebody that she knows? Both. Oh, okay. Both. And she picked up both times. So I'm excited about that. She'll be joining us this morning. And we got mm -hmm. front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Oh, let's talk about Instagram and Tinder. Find out what they're doing for the kids. Okay. We'll get Too into much. all that and more. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, let's talk Odell Beckham Jr. now. Yes, he has agreed to a five-year, $95 million contract, Woo! of which $65 million is guaranteed. Wow. Dropping the clues bombs for Odell Beckham. That was a payday. He still has me blocked on Twitter, but who cares? As you know what should. I'm saying? <laughs> I'm happy, happy that he's getting his money. I'm, I'm happy for him, too. Well, he said, honestly, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know if it's relief. I don't know if it's a combination of everything. You've worked all your life to get to this point, and it's finally here. I still don't know what guaranteed money means in the NFL, though. 
he gets $65 million regardless I mean, I, of what I, happens. I, I, I hear that, but then I see other people who have guaranteed contracts who didn't get the guaranteed money that they were uh, promised. So I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know how guaranteed money works, but congratulations to Odell Beckham. You can buy a lot of blonde hair dye with $65 million. Still hating. Yeah, still hating on him. Why man. is that My man gets So it. you telling me the man ain't buying no hair dye? He probably gets it for free. He All might right? have it. He might. He might. <laughs> Isn't he a sponsor from Dove or one of them hair products? I'm sure they give it to him for free. I don't think Dove makes hair dye. Oh, I don't know. I was just saying. All maybe right. It's, maybe it's Maybelline. Instagram and <laughs> Tinder are now giving features just for college kids. That's how actually Facebook started, of course. Facebook and Tinder both started on college campuses, so it does make sense for this to happen. Now, Instagram just started testing a college community feature that will make it easier for students to connect with their classmates, and Tinder is actually introducing Tinder U. So you can now tailor your searches to let fellow students at your school and campuses nearby reach you. So they're saying that social media companies are having issues with everything slowing down and all these issues with disinformation and with privacy. So now they're trying to popularize themselves amongst the young adults and use these features to expand their bases as well. So you're telling me that Twitter and Instagram are having problems with young adults? Well, they're actually just trying to grow their platforms because all of social media is actually slowing down because of all these privacy issues. So they're now targeting these college students. I can't tell. Yeah, My me neither. God. I, I need to see yeah. those statistics because I can't tell. God damn it. Yeah, me, not, me neither. All right, now Donald Trump has shouted out both Tiger Woods and Jim Brown on Twitter. He told Jim Brown, thank you to the great Jim Brown, perhaps the greatest running back of all time, for your wonderful words and support. Since our meeting in New York, African-American unemployment has reached the lowest level in history. You get Why does he do that? Well, here's what Jim Brown had to say about Donald Trump. It's hard to know the good guys and the bad guys. I should be criticizing Trump on every level because he does certain things that cause for criticism. But when I look at television and I see all of these announcers become experts... And they're pointing their fingers, and they're not doing the doggone thing but pointing their fingers. I find myself really pulling for the president. Ooh, he was on JT, the Brick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I just want Donald Trump to stop acting like just because you meet with a black person, black unemployment rates drop every single time. Like every time he meets with a black person, whether it's Kanye, whether it's Jim Brown, he says black unemployment rates have dropped. That's his go-to that, line. That's that's what, what he says. Now, like, as what far does as, meeting with them got to do with anything? As far as Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods had responded to an interview question about uh, Trump, and he said, well, he's the president of the United States. You have to respect the office. No matter who is in the office, you may like, dislike personality or the politics, but we all must respect the office. Well, Donald Trump tweeted to Tiger Woods. The fake news media worked hard to get Tiger Woods to say something he didn't want to say. Tiger wouldn't play the game. He is very smart. More importantly, he is playing great golf again. I mean, Tiger is not wrong. That's the way things are supposed to be. You're supposed to respect the office regardless of who's in it. But we've never quite seen anything like our celebrity in chief. We've never seen that type of evil, that type of uh, bigotry openly displayed in the White House. So it's kind of hard to respect it. You know what I mean? Mm. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. And Florida, everybody out there in Florida, we need you. The polls open up this morning at 7 a.m. 7 a.m., man. We need you to go out there and vote. Vote Not not just vote. Vote for Andrew Gillum. Andrew Gillum. 
Andrew's been on the Breakfast Club a couple of times. Yes. He, um, he called into the Breakfast Club yesterday. Yesterday, and you know Andrew is is, is has the chance to be the first black governor of Florida. But you know we're not voting for him just because he's black. We're voting for him because he's really from the state of Florida, and he represents the community of Florida very well. And he has some very important initiatives that he wants to implement in Florida. And I tell y'all all the time that the craziest people in the world come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Florida, you have a chance not to look so crazy. All right. <laughs> right today. Go out there. going out and voting for Andrew Gillum. Polls open up at 7 o'clock. We're going to remind you all morning long, go out there and vote for Andrew Gillum. All right? When we come back, get it off your chest. And don't forget, Lena Waithe will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, hey. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Mama? I want to say to Charlamagne, what the heck is wrong with him with all them jokes? What are you trying to do? I'll do the day before. Just keep going. You know what's so crazy? When we first started doing The Breakfast Club eight years ago, and when we first opened the mic, I just didn't didn't have anything else to say. So I just said, yo, 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 yo. Like, you know, we on the street corner, and um, it's just continued on for eight years. Yeah, and you say about 80 yo's every morning. How many? What do you think is a good number to say? Which? How many? <laughs> Four. Nah, my cousin found it on the lawn in Maryland. Oh, that's good. And, yo, and he cashed that back to me. That's, that's, that's really that's, nice. That's dope, man. Wouldn't it been me? Yeah. Why, why was, was it just laying on the lawn? Yeah. He lost it and it blew. He lost the five twenty dollars bills was just blowing on the lawn and he found it. He sent it back to me. That's so, dope, man. That, that was a blessing. But I want to ask you guys, how do you feel about, because I, I wasn't listening all day yesterday. I was listening all the way to work about Birdman and, and Weezy going back together. Like, you think Weezy got Stockholm Syndrome? Where he's like, Stockholm Syndrome. Because, like, yo, why does he keep going back to his dude that keeps, I mean, I said going back, like, they're in a relationship. <laughs> I know but you like, did. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, uh, they have e- they have each other tattooed on their bodies and they kiss in the mouth, yeah, you never listen, know. I don't want to go there with you because I know you was going to go there. But I just, I'm talking, <laughs> I know business-wise. Why does he keep doing business with somebody that keeps jerking? Rick, him? that's his family member. At the end of the day, that's his father. That's his father figure. Yeah, so but, he's all... Man, right? And we also don't know if they're still doing business or he's trying to get his money. And we don't know if Birdman paid him or not, though. Birdman might have finally paid him. Why don't you just use your lawyer, man? You, you're gonna have, you have to bring him on stage to get his money. You use your lawyer like everybody else. And I'll say oh, this, no, too, I- man. They, they they came up together from the beginning, so Absolutely. it's probably a lot of things that they didn't know financially. So, yo, they both probably messed up a lot of money. That's yeah. just the truth to the matter. Absolutely. Well, I'm just glad they, they're figuring it out, man. Get it off for your now. chest. For now, because you know how they go. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? What up, Envy? How you, boy? What's up, Tone? What's going on? Nah, nah. This body count records. You know uh, the deal. I was like, he changed his name Boo. to Tone? Boo. <laughs> look, look, look at Nuggethead over there, a.k.a. Charmaine and all that. <laughs> all I'm saying is, in, in 2018, man, you can't think of a more positive name than body count records. Come on, man. 
Do we need more yeah, body yeah. counts in the street? Be honest. Oh, you're right. What's up? What's up? They banned me from Instagram yesterday. What's up with that? Good. They banned me because I had a POV web series out, right? Killing white people. But it was fake. But it looked so real. It's called Black America. Now I got to put it on YouTube. America, A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A. Now, what you know kind what of saying? white people were you killing? Were you killing the racist, bigots, mayonnaise-flavored white people exactly. of our society? I, sw- I switched the whole, you know what I mean, agenda they got out Scenario, here. yeah. I switched it up. I can tell you how to fix that. Next time wow. when you do it, don't just have black people killing the racist, bigoted white people. Just have all good people. So good white people, black people, gay people, all getting rid of all the r- racists and the bigots and the homophobes, the trans transphobic people, Islamophobes, all the good people killing all the bad people. That sounds good, man. Thank you for the advice, man. <laughs> Take the makeup off, man. Get that makeup off your face. I knew, see, I was waiting for something. I was waiting for that. I tried to give you a little advice, and you got to hit me with the Maybelline. What up, baby? See, there we go. That's my guy. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Black people can't just never, ever give each other positive advice. Nope. Trav. You. What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? What's up, Yee? Hey, boo. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. What's up, Charlemagne? Trav, what's up, sis? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, I need to talk to one of y'all callers real quick because one of y'all callers called in last week. Joe is to say my name. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, the little, what's his name? He always call in talk, talking about Charlamagne. He was like, really bad game. You oh, know, Charlamagne, you, 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 you just, your skin. Like, he just got off the phone. You just no, missed that him. Wasn't, that wasn't him. You just missed him. That was, body, body, that was him, Body nah, Count body, body Count Records and Goody Bag Gang, two different things. Well, sure? all I know is that he, he can definitely oh. Goody Tea Bag my in his mouth. Oh, right. Don't you threaten him with a good time. That's exactly what he can do. Don't threaten him with a good time. I'll play with straight boys. I violate straight one day you're gonna tell one of them boys to suck your and they're gonna jump right in your jeans and then what? And, and, and guess and guess what? They, they got the right one. They got the right <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, that ain't even, anyway, Charlamagne, you are a horrible friend. What happened? How dare you let Lil Duval come prancing out from underneath the stage with those canary yellow pants on? <laughs> you crazy. Why you say prancing? She had her Sunday best on. No, don't you act like Duval didn't kill it at the On The Run tour, too, now. Whatever he that tour called. He killed it. He did kill it. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying that she had her Sunday best on. We Listen, Duval, <laughs> the girl's seen you, bitch. We seen you. Let Duval be a sassy savage, okay? Duval was giving me little Uzi Vert vibes, all right? Yeah, have a good one. Bye, Trav. <laughs> yeah, Trav, hey, Trav, you know, hey, Trav you, know what, you know who else is a nice, sassy savage? Who's that? Uh, Magic Johnson's son, Lil EJ. Oh, I love EJ. Man, who, you, I, I saw EJ last night. Every time I see EJ, it brings me joy. It is two people that bring me joy when I see them, Lil EJ Charlamagne. and Lil Uzi Vert. Yes. Listen to me. I need, I need to have EJ on, and y'all need to have Rue, Paul on, and DJ Envy. You obviously need to reach out to DJ Drama so he can teach you how to mix Supermodel into the mix. Oh, so, okay. You know what's so crazy? Because obviously, I saw, you can't do it. Woo. I saw RuPaul last night, too. I saw RuPaul and EJ at the same what, place last night. Where were you at? What party uh, were you at? This sounds like the place to be. I was hanging out with Lee Daniels. Oh, it gets better. It gets better, right? <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was Bye, having y'all. a ball. You hear me? Yeah, I know you had some boy. I saw Lil EJ, I saw RuPaul, and I was hanging out with my man Lee Daniels. Drop on the clues bombs for Lee Daniels. Okay? <laughs> wow. And and for the record, Lee Daniels enjoys being the donkey of the day. Really? <laughs> All right. Well, I want to know what Charlamagne. Charlamagne said I was with RuPaul, I was with EJ, Lee Daniels, no, and no, I had no, no, some no, 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 no. I didn't say I was with them. I was with Lee, but I saw RuPaul no, and EJ no. at the 
thing we were at. Yeah, and, um, I love seeing EJ. Every time I, I, you know what? I always talk to EJ when I see EJ because I really like EJ's energy. I like his spirit. I got to invite EJ to the Breakfast Club one time, man, mm-hmm. for All the right. culture. Uh, I'm not mad at you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up at any time. You, we got rooms on the way? Yes, let's talk about child support. We'll tell you who's trying to get their child support raised to 20000 a month. Is that too much? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's What's get, happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Gucci, man. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Gucci Mane and his child's mother, uh, Sheena Evans, they are arguing now over child support. Now, she's been getting about $2,000 a month in child support, but she wants that amount to be raised. And she wants that to be raised to at least $20,000 a month. Now, previously, that $2,000 a month was based on his monthly income. At that time, was $24,000 a month. But now she's saying that has significantly changed. She sees that he's spending a considerable amount of money on jewelry, a million dollars on a wedding. So she wants to make sure their son is taken care of. She said she can't even go to work because the son would need a caregiver to watch him. And she can't afford to hire one because it would cost more for her to get a caregiver than, you know, to... And go to work. So now, see, I don't believe in uh, blocking people on social media, but in the case of Gucci Man and his baby mama, he need to block his baby mama on social media. And I'm gonna tell you why. Why? His baby mama sees Gucci shining, and she started googling all Gucci and Keisha's outfits and how much they cost and how much cars cost and how much you know uh, the jewelry costs and all of that kind of stuff. And now she want more money. Well, 2000 is pretty low. Now, I will say this. I don't know pretty what the situation food. is. I don't know if he's paying for the child's schooling. I don't know if he, he pays for a caregiver for a sitter or any of those things. But if you do have to pay for a sitter, I know that's expensive, right? It is. Yeah, but we don't know if Gucci Man pays for that stuff. That's what I just uh, said. I don't know that. Outside of the courts? We don't know what the situation is. That so maybe, woman So sees, maybe what he needs to do is pay for it through the courts, and that's how it can happen. That woman sees Gucci Man on social media shining. She's reading the blogs like everybody else, and she want more money cause, simply because she think Gucci Man got it. Or it, it could be that she really does want to go to work but doesn't have the money to pay for those things. We don't know what the situation is. You want to go to work? You're going to get 20 grand a month and go to work? Well, Stop I mean, it. listen, not saying that she needs 20000 but 2000 does seem like a very small sum of money if you mm. have those things to pay for because it's, it's expensive to raise a child, It could right? be either side, yeah. Right, so either we don't, we don't know point. if we he's gotta, paying for other yeah. things, if he's paying for, uh, you know, for a caregiver or whatever. All right, now let's talk about Kyle. Kyle has teamed up, and he's talking about toxic masculinity. He's actually getting involved with this campaign from Axe and Promundo, and here's what he has to say about toxic masculinity. I am very excited to partner with Axe this year on the second year of their senior orientation program. A very dope thing dedicated to the cause of helping young men out there um, overcome the stereotypes of toxic masculinity. Um, Me, as well as poet Carlos Gomez, are going to be going around to two high schools to talk to young men about this and hopefully help them be more comfortable being the individual they are and not the individual that they think society wants them to be. Mm. Drop on the clues bombs for Kyle. I respect that. Kyle is the star of that movie, The After Party, that's on Netflix now. The world star movie, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. He's absolutely right. You know, growing up as a man in America, they tell us we got to be tough, we got to be gangster, we got to be hard. If that's not you, then don't don't allow society to, to make you think that's who you in have to be. In particular for Kyle, he says he was really picked on a lot while growing up because of his nerdy-sounding voice and his demeanor, and he said... Fortunately for him, there were other students and teachers who encouraged him to be himself and grow on many levels. That's good. I mean, but Kyle does have a very, you know, pick onable face. Stop it. Well, it's, you know, that's the whole point. National Bullying Prevention Month is coming up as well, so you can't just bully people based on what their voice sounds like. Or Absolutely. It, it, it worked well for him in that movie, The After Party. If but, Kyle didn't look so dorky, that movie acting. wouldn't have been sold as well as it did. That was a good movie. Watch it this weekend. All right, now, J.J. Watt has given a one-year update on what happened with that Hurricane Harvey relief money. Now, here's what he said. He said, in the 12 months since Hurricane Harvey, your donations have supported the cleanup, repair, and rebuilding of over 600 homes, the recovery and rebuilding of over 420 child care centers, and after-school programs serving over 16,000 children, the distribution of over 26 million meals to those affected, physical and mental health services to over 6,500 individuals, and distribution of medicine to over 10,000 patients. Now, he did say that he does have a plan for the next 12 months. That includes home restoration and disaster care management and continued assistance with physical and mental health services. Can any of the residents of Houston uh, co-sign that? Because uh, I know that that was one of uh, Trader Truth's issues and Mr. Rogers' issues. That they, they wanted to know to where that sure, money was going. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that the money was being allocated to the right people. So I wonder if you know anybody in Houston can... Uh, Co-signed that. Well, he raised $41.6 million, which is Ooh. a world record for a crowdsourcing effort. So that money better be going to the right place. I hope so. I would love to know. Hey, Trey, Trey, Trey uh, Mr. Rogers, give me an update on, on that. Make, I want to make sure that money's going to the right people. All right, I'm right Angela people. Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, usually uh, at 7 o'clock we do front page news. Well, we're still doing it, but we're doing it with Andrew Gillum. He's running for governor of Florida. He's yes, currently and- the mayor of Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And polls are open right now, 7 right a.m. Florida. That's right. Okay, Florida, don't F this up. That's right. All right, this is Charlemagne the God talking. You know, I know I tell y'all all the time the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Y'all got a chance to show y'all not crazy this morning by voting for Andrew Gillum. That's right. So go out there and vote, and we're going to talk to him when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. The next governor of Florida, Andrew Gillum. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? Are we doing wonderful, A- man? Andrew, you tired yet? You on that campaign trail stomping? You tired yet? Man, I'm not. I'm. I'm not tired. I'm just losing my voice. But I got the energy, man. We're rounding out this statewide bus tour. I got your girl Angela Rye on the bus with me, um, along with a few others. But man, it's been incredible these last couple of days. We're just trying to, you know, make sure folks uh, do their job. I, I put it all on the field, man. I put it all out there. My family and I, and and we feel good about the race we've run these last eighteen months. And now it's time, you know, it's now now it's time for folks to do their job. Give everybody just a quick synopsis of what you plan to do for Florida. Your three or four biggest points that you want to do for Florida. Yeah, I mean, well, it begins with our education system. In Florida, we basically turned over the keys of education to private, for-profit, you know, charter schools. And now we rank 40th out of 50th in quality. Um, Our teacher pay in the state is the 45th lowest of all 50 states. I mean, we're the third largest state in America. The fact that we're back of the pack in education is an embarrassment to all of us. Um, I want to reform the criminal justice system here in the state of Florida. In Florida... 60% 60% of the people who are sitting in jail today in the state 
are there not because they've been found guilty of a crime, but because they could not afford the money bail system. They couldn't afford uh, to make bail, and so they're sitting in jail costing the state $880 million a year just sitting there waiting uh, for their day in court. Uh, we also got to repeal Stand Your Ground here in the state of Florida. It is open season on our children in the state of Florida so long as the law that allows a vigilante to, in the recesses of their own mind, assess a person of color or otherwise to be a threat and under the cover of the law be able to snuff out somebody's life. And then finally, I have to say, and this is in no particular order, but we've got to change this state's economy. Right now, we are largely driven off of a low-wage economy where folks got to work two and three jobs just to take care of themselves and their families. Uh, it is my opinion, and maybe this is, a, this is a, a moral statement, but I don't believe people who work full-time jobs, who get up and go to work 40 hours a week, ought to be paid a poverty wage. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I've come out in favor of a $15 minimum wage. Uh, there's so much, honestly, after 20 years of Republican control in this state that is deserving of fixing. But if I had to name a few, those would be they. Now, what, what are the best shootings that, that's going on in Florida? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of teens and kids with guns. Yeah, man, it's insane. I mean, over in Jacksonville, and they're, they're, one of your, they're in your listenership. Um, just last weekend, they had a shooting. You know, this past weekend, rather, uh, at, a, at a high school football game. Right. You know, kids doing what kids do, going to a high, high school football game. Right. And then, obviously, this weekend they had the shooting at this gaming, you know, incident um, uh, down at the Jacksonville Landing. You know, guys in the gaming, you know, deal, he, he gets upset, you know, because he loses and goes and gets a gun and comes back in and starts to take out life. Right. There are a lot of layers to this, y'all, but, but, mm -hmm. we, but we can't escape the fact that there's just such uh, over access to guns unnecessarily in our society. And really America has to deal with that conflict. I'm not, a, I'm not anti-Second Amendment, but I certainly believe that certain weapons don't have a place on our city streets. For instance, guns that can fire off 60 bullets in 60 seconds. Those aren't weapons uh, for civilian use. You ought to join the military if you want to shoot a gun like that. Right. Uh, it has no place in civilized society. All right, shout to Andrew Gillum for checking in. Make sure you go out and vote. The polls are open right now, so go out and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Your vote counts. Your vote matters, all right? When we come back, Lena Waithe be in the building. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Young icon living. Lena Waithe. <laughs> Welcome up? back. Thanks for having me back. And thanks for answering the phone. I called her stylist and yeah. I was like, <laughs> Lena, we need you to come a little earlier. And she was getting in the car going to Black Girls Rock. Yes. She stopped, got back on the phone, and was like, MV, whatever y'all need. Tell tell everybody I'll be up there. And I yep. appreciate that. Yeah. That's, that's respect. I'm looking a little tired right now, but it's all good. Thank it's you. all good. And I was saying, I went to Black Girls Rock and I saw your speech and I I love the speech that oh, you gave you. when you got your award. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to, I know it airs September 9th, such a DVR, tune in. I was just trying to talk about getting free, you know what I'm saying? And whatever that means for you or for us. Uh, a big thing for me was cutting my hair off. I did it. I cut it. I just was like, you know, I wanted to get free. It felt like it was this piece of femininity that I had on me. And um, having long hair, I think, kind of allow other people to kind of look at me and go, oh, she's still a girl, though. She's still a girl. And I just kind of always wanted to cut my hair off. And I think I was holding back because of what people would say or what they would think. And I just kind of let that go. I was like, well, I don't care what people think. I was going to cut it off and just be free. And it's been a beautiful blessing ever since. Now, you said so, you were trying to make them comfortable. Yeah, just trying to make other people feel comfortable with who I am. And I'm like, why am I doing that? What, what's, what's that got to do with me? And um, and once I got free of it, I just, there was just so much joy in my life and my body and my spirit. And so I really wanted to 
share that. And so I just talked about it, whether it's some relationship that ain't serving you, mm-hmm. whether it's some, you know, a narrative that you've been holding on to forever. I'm like, we got to get free of, of certain things. We walking around with a lot of baggage. We got to put it down. The what girls were like, preach, preach. Everybody <laughs> was in the audience was like, yes. I a, a room of black women. <laughs> like, yes, let me free myself <laughs> of this man who ain't serving me. What else does liberation look like for you? Um, you know what? Having the ability to make art um, that's not touched by hands of people who have not walked in my shoes. Mm. You know, I think, um, you know, and I wrote this movie um, that people are kind of saying is like a black Bonnie and Clyde. It's called Queen and Slim. And it's about what it means to be black and to be falling in love in a world that's burning all around you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the shy, you know, being able to make it this season two, I got a little bit more power, a little bit more, a little bit more creative control. So that to me is freedom. Just being able to write, because people don't realize how powerful it is to be able to sit at your computer and write stuff and for it to go on TV and be pumped into people's living rooms. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful thing. So I know I can be hard on, you know, TV shows or movies when it's not phenomenal because I'm like, you're like you're literally seeping into somebody's skin when you when you when you're when you're watching your TV show. Transferring energy. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like Cosby showed a different world. Those shows are the reasons why I'm sitting here right now with y'all. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful it is. Like black folks was like, oh, I want to go to HBCU because of him and Kyle, a fictitious HBCU. People are like, well, I want to go to a black school because of that. Um, you know, so for me, it's like I take it very seriously when I'm sitting at my computer and the things I have characters say and things I have characters do. Now, mind you, I go hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm somebody who loves Menace to Society. You know, Damn I think right. you can see the influence when you watch The Shy. Mm-hmm. Like, they killed the protagonist. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think some people may go, oh, well, show the world how you want it to be. And to me, I was like, oh, I want to write the world as I see it. How has the reception from Chicago been about the shot? Yo, it's been beautiful. You know, we were they were saying like, "Yo, Lena, shoot on the south side more, show the women more." I was like, "Okay, okay, I hear you, I hear you." So we we've been doing that a lot, you know. And I have a new showrunner, um, Ayanna Floyd Davis, amazing black woman, um, you know, running things and, and keeping the show going as it needs to. And uh, we just really want to make it. I always want things to be really black, really authentic, really honest. And I want folks to see stuff and go, yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and Chicago has been really receptive and really kind. And they've been coming out to set. And we were at the Bud Billiken Parade. And uh, we did a whole thing about the shoes. I don't know if y'all heard about, like, the cops put up these, like, yes. yeah. fake shoes. and fake a truck. Big yeah. truck. And, um, and so and Vic Mensa. People. Yeah, yeah. And so Vic Mensa and a lot of my uh, cast and crew came out to do sort of, like, to combat that. And to have, just be handing out free shoes that are real. Uh, to the community um, and just, you know, trying to, like, really feed the people rather than trying to trap them. You get tired. You do a lot. I know, I know you ain't talking. I know yeah, you ain't talking. I, I always read your name and you're writing and you're acting and you're doing more. Do you get tired? And when do you find the time? What's your balance? Um, You know, I do get tired sometimes. But what I try to do, because I do have to recharge. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting. Uh, You know, I don't know if y'all seen the latest Whitney documentary. To me, there's there's footage of her in her hotel room, like, by herself. Like, just, like, watching TV or listening to music. And for a long time, he's always think, that's, that is weird. Like, why is she just, like, in a room by herself? But if you think about it, like, when she's on stage and you see all those people out, in, like, that's, like, a lot of energy being thrown at her. And then her giving all her energy back. So you can't imagine how draining that mm-hmm. is because it's, like, you got to sit down. Because also, when I walk out to the world, I'm property of the public. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't just walk out and just be like, okay, I'm going to go live my life. Like, folks are going to be like, oh, hey, what's up? Or can I get a picture? Da, da, da. And I feel a responsibility to make sure those people that cross paths with me feel, you know, like they've had a, a nice moment and we can kind of vibe. But then when I go home, I do sometimes just, like, it's just me and my fiancé, and we just, like, 
chilling and quiet and watching TV or I'm watching The Breakfast Club, you know what I'm saying? And just like listening to that and uh, also just taking in art because I make it so much. I want sometimes want to go to a concert and just take it in or watch a movie and just take that in or okay. watch a TV show and just take that in. Um, what you said is very important. Yeah. When you are in a certain position, you have to know that you don't belong to yourself anymore when you leave the house. That's right. No, that's real. Right? No, like that's real. to the public. That's real. I'll take pictures out there just now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's, you know, that goes with the dinner. Right. You know, if you're going to live your dream and, and, and make a good living and be able to provide for your family and your family's family, you know, that, that comes with it. And I think it's a small price to pay. But I do, I mean, there are some days I sit, you know, at the crib on a Sunday and try not to make too many plans or, or sometimes I'll just cancel a plan and just want to be by myself. I'm that person now. Are you tired of receiving awards yet? <laughs> and, 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 and the reason I say that is because... <laughs> no, no, because you're having such a moment, it's like every award show is honoring Lena Waite. Mm-hmm. So next year... When, mm-hmm. when we got some more stuff coming. Yeah, you, I mean, but you know, that, that, like you're used to that mm-hmm. type of reception. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I'm not tired. I mean, I, to me, I feel very honored um, and I'm very grateful that people would want to recognize me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, it's less about the award, but it's, for me, it's more about, oh, I got to have something to say, something to impart. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get in front of a mic and just be like, oh, I want to thank my mama. I want to thank God. Yeah, obviously, I'm grateful to my mama, thankful to God, <laughs> but I want to be able to share something and leave people with something that sticks to their ribs, something to think about. So um, that's why I appreciate you saying that. Are oh, you even just showing up when you showed up to the Met Gala with the with oh, the yeah. oh, LGBT tape on? <laughs> thank you, man. I mean, and that's, again, it's, to me, it's about... Every time I step out, again, I don't belong just to myself. I'm coming out and I'm stepping out in the public, and I want to make a statement. How do you stay so humble? Um, you know, my lady, she be like, look, take out the trash, or we need some LaCroix. <laughs> we need some LaCroix. Go get it, uh, you know, or go walk LaCroix? the dog. That's that, that um, sparkling water that's, yeah. like, flavored. Oh, that's too rich Some people got... It's like a seltzer. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like flavor. It's like so hipster. It's like, you know, she's like, go walk the dog. For like, she'll tell me how long to walk the dog for. I think relationships humble you. When you're in a partnership, you don't... It's not always about you. Not even with relationships, just just you as a person. Like, you know, I watch shows... Like, the show, I started watching, not because I heard about the show, because it was your show. I was like, oh, we got to watch oh, this. Thank Lena's you, bro. A, Lena's a good person. We got to watch this and support. Oh, I appreciate you. And that's how you fall in. And you don't really get that with too many people. Mm. You know, it's... Yeah, you know, I mean, I think the big thing, I think a part of it is also growing up the way I did, like, living in my grandmother's house and, uh, you know, not being able to afford certain things. I always say I never wanted for anything, but I never got everything I wanted. And I think that, to me, is something that you never forget. And I think just the, the love I get from, I always think of this, is like God didn't spend more time making us than he did anybody else. We're all made up of the same stuff. All right, we have more with Lena Waithe when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lena Waithe is in the building. Charlemagne? I'm happy that you and uh, Kid Fury Yo. are developing that comedy <laughs> come on, series, man. Come on. Kid Fury, I've been, I've been a fan of Kid Fury since he was on YouTube. Yeah, Me too. Me too. A damn near a decade ago. I he know. He got his picture up there. Oh, snap. That dude's ready to live. You know, he, <laughs> he, he really is a young icon, and I got a chance to spend some time with him, and I was, I have, and it was funny because I was at HBO just having a meeting and talking, and um, and I, like, kind of raised my hand on it. I was like, I know y'all got something with Fury, um, but I was like, you have to get that right. If y'all get that wrong, it's just going to be problematic. And they were like, well, well, do you want to sit with him? Do you want to help us? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went, we, ha- we sat down at Soho House, and we had such a wonderful conversation about, you know, just being black and queer and dealing with your families and all that. And he's so smart, and he's so funny. And the way he's like, he's a, he's a self-made man, you Absolutely. know what I mean? And 
Um, and, uh, and, and I read the outline that we just turned in, and it's really, really good. And it's his first time going into this space. You know, he's not used to writing television, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, look, I think if we get this right, and it, I think it could change lives because he really does have this sort of dual personality of who he is mm-hmm. on screen and when he's doing the YouTube thing versus who he is in the world. And, and I think that's really important to show about this, this guy with this big, you know, flamboyant personality. But when he goes home, it's it, it, a show. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and the demons that he battles with. And I think that's just really important for folks to see. Uh, you know, I think it's really important, like, to know your purpose. And, and it's, yeah. you're a person that knows their purpose. And I'm not talking about art. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a voice. And I feel like that's always been in you. Like, you've always known you wanted to be a voice. Mm. Well, you know, I think it, it. I think that's something that, for me, goes with the dinner. For everybody, not necessarily. Some folks want to come in, make their money, go make movies, and, you know, go home. Uh, but for me, I think because I look up to people like James Baldwin, because I look up to people, you know, like Zora Neil Hurston, and they were more than just writers. They were people who were of the movement. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, this is what we do. We enjoy writing stories and all that kind of stuff. But they're like, but we're also on the front lines and we're also out here with you. They never were sort of in the space of, well, we're up here. You know, mm-hmm. we write books. We write novels. We write poetry. They were always out there in the world. Or even though you look at Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, like them being, having meetings with, or, or you know, even Marlon Brando having meetings with MLK and Malcolm X. And to me, and I think we're trying to get back to that. I think the industry, you know, whether it would be the Me Too movement or people just really just getting involved and educating themselves. For me, it's like I can't just be an artist. I have to be an activist as well. And that's why I say what I'm trying to do is protest art. So that way it's art that you can be entertained by and enjoy, but also it makes you, it reminds you of the fire that's in your belly. Like, like, like get out to me is that. Like, Moonlight is protest art. And I think I just Atlanta is protest art. What's missing on TV? You know, um, I think we still have a long way to go in terms of prestigious black television. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's, what's considered prestigious? Give me an example. Well, you look at like something like Handmaid's Tale, gotcha. right? Or Mad Men. Somebody may consider Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, like, gotcha, gotcha. We still need shows that are in that vein with black people at the forefront. Because I don't think we've gotten there yet. Like, we still don't have like a, a, a black drama that people consider to be prestigious. I mean, the shot we're trying to get there, maybe, maybe we'll get there next year. We'll see. Empire. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, look, I mean, people don't consider, I think people consider that to be a guilty pleasure. Yeah, 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 like a song. Um, people look back at The Wire now. It didn't get the Right, the it didn't get it at the yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think to me, I think in the comedies, we're getting there. You know, I think Atlanta is definitely one of those unicorns where it's like something that is really black and we watch it, but also the white hipsters watch it and go, oh, this is brilliant television. So we don't really have, a, I think, a black drama in that space yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, too, I still think we need, you know, Look, I'm trying to come with, I have a show called 20s that we're going to shoot the pilot for literally the first week of October with TBS, which is very loosely based on my 20s living in Los Angeles uh, about a you know black queer girl and her two very straight black uh, girlfriends and them following their dreams and f- trying to find love and all that kind of stuff. And we still don't have a show on the air where there's a queer brown person at the forefront, at the, at the lead. Mm-hmm. So if 20s gets greenlit to series, um, which we'll find out soon, then that would just be revolutionary in itself. Mm-hmm. But we just need we need more of that. But to me, I, I want to still see us at the Emmys and Golden Globes where we're not just supporting. You think black creatives are scared to make those kind of shows because for so long you had to make a certain kind of show just to even get a shot? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I don't, look, I think black creatives should make whatever's in their heart and mm-hmm. soul and spirit, whatever that may be. And look, and it may not be something prestigious, but so be it. Great. It, here's the deal. It's a really good time right now just because black is in, it's on trend. Um, or just being diverse is on trend. And there's a lot of outlets that it's, you can go to now oh, as well. Hell yeah. There's so many. And everybody wants a black show. Everybody mm-hmm. wants an insecure. Everybody wants a power. Everybody wants, you know, maybe a, a version of the shy. 
Um, but I think to me it's really about making stuff that's from the soul and from the gut. Because I think the reason why Atlanta works is because Donald, that's that's a space that he really appreciates and knows and mm-hmm. wants to write about. I think the reason why The Shy is working is because it was something in my spirit. Like, I had to get it out. So I just kind of want to see. I don't want folks to be making stuff because they're like, oh, this will work. Or this will be hot. This will make, mm-hmm. you know, people will watch this. It's like, no, write something that is really special to you and means something to you. And then it's, it's and if it don't connect now, it may connect later, like The Wire. Like, mm-hmm. it, you may take a beat, but, you know, I just want to see stuff that, that people feel like they had to get out of their body before they went to the grave. I, w- I wanted to ask you one last question. Yeah. Like, how, how important was it to have Ava present you with your award at Black Girls Rock? It was like a full circle moment. Because I remember on, Absolutely. I remember when the day your Vanity, was it Vanity Fair? Vanity Fair, my, or the Emmy. No, no, it was, oh. it was the cover that came out. Yeah, the cover, like, yeah. The day your Vanity Fair cover came out, from Ava's Facebook, a post posted, and it was an old post of her bigging you up when you was oh yeah, and I was like, "Yo, the universe is crazy, crazy." crazy. <laughs> like, that's that's the reason you be humble, you know, because I you talk about humility is because mm-hmm. I was a PA, you know, I was an assistant to Gina Prince Bythewood, I was a writer's assistant on the game, I was you know Ava's uh, production coordinator on her first feature, you know. I think it's about sometimes you know working for people that are doing the thing that you eventually want to be doing. And you may not be making a lot of money. You may be waking up really early, maybe being the last one to leave. But I was always happy to be in the process. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people are focused on the finish line. But to me, there is no finish line. We just always run it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why black folks are always out of breath. First we was <laughs> running, <laughs> running from the master. Now we run it toward our dream. And now we run it toward something that we may never even be able to attain. But for me, um, it was a full circle moment because... You know, Ava and I have always have always looked up to her. We've always been close, and she's always been a supporter, and I've always been a supporter of her, just cheering each other on from the sidelines. And so for her, for we've just been through a lot together. So for her to be standing there to give me that award, and I presented her with an award before as well, mm-hmm. it was a really, really big moment, and I'm just really grateful because she's the busiest person I know mm-hmm. out here shooting Central Park 5 right now and um, doing it for the culture. So I was really grateful that she took time out of her schedule to come and to, to, to give me that blessing. It meant a lot. And it's something I'll never forget. All right. Well, Lena Waithe. Lena got a flight to catch. She got I her airport gear on. That's she ain't right. even got no exclusive sneakers on. That's how I know. Oh, I, 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 I got the fear of gods on. I got the Nigel. <laughs> the Nigel, the nice. Nigel Sylvester's are at the hotel. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> don't sleep. You know, I can't, you know, envy of it here. You know. Yeah, I got my little pretzels on today. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm low today. I'm low okay, today. okay, I'm okay, okay. You comfortable. Right. I, no, but I love y'all. We appreciate what y'all do for the culture, truly. We, we appreciate y'all so much. Thank you. All right. It's Lena Waithe. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we're talking behind the scenes in Charlemagne. Yes. I'm doing, uh, of course, my car show November 3rd. Now, uh, I'm serious. Yes. I, def- I need your Cadillac. You want my 2004 Escalade that got 376,000 miles on it? Why? You, you want me to pull up? No, I don't, want up. You to, I don't want you to pull up. I'm going to bring it there the night before just so we don't have that much smoke in there. Right. No, you're telling me you want smoke. Now, there's nothing that brings the smoke more than my 2004 Cadillac Escalade. As soon as I crank it up, it'll be a big cloud of black smoke right out the back. I think it'll attract a lot of people. I think a lot of people will want to take a picture in front of your Cadillac. Okay. So, so I really want to. Can I borrow your Cadillac for the show? Uh, Sure. Okay. And you if can you have buy, it. And if you want to buy it for parts, you can buy it for parts, <laughs> no, too. I don't want to buy it. After. As a matter of fact, he'll sure? pay you to take it. <laughs> so you pay me to take you it? sure you don't want to buy <laughs> no, it for no, parts? No, no. I just want to use it for the car show. Is that all right? 2004 Cadillac, Cadillac Escalade, 376,000 miles on it. Balling! You know, you know the miles change every day. Before it was 200,000, now 300,000, all right, whatever. He's still uh, driving it around. That's because I drive it. He drove oh. to L.A. Oh, he drove God. to L.A. He you, drove to L.A. I can't believe that you went to college. I really can't. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Rock. 
Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, the rack has sent a message out, and this was a beautiful thing that he did. So, uh, 43-year-old Aileen Pizarro and her 12-year-old daughter Ariana were killed in a head-on car crash last week Thursday. Oh, man. This is the incident where the other vehicle was a YouTube star, McSkillet, who was driving 100 miles per hour in a McLaren sports car. Now, Angelo Pizarro said on Twitter, my beautiful mom who passed away loved The Rock so, so, so much. I'm trying to get him to do even a video saying her name for the funeral. If you could retweet the crap out of this for him to see it, that would mean the world. Thank you. Well, apparently people did, and The Rock did see this request, and here's what he sent. I had turned on my phone and I saw a flood, thousands and thousands of, uh, of tweets had come through uh, informing me about the um, devastating loss that you and your family are going through with uh, your sister and your mom, Ariana and Aileen, I think their names are, and I believe from what uh, I'm told, uh, your mom was a very, very big fan of mine. So anyway, man, I'm just, I'm sending you so much love and light and strength your way from my family to yours. Wow. That's a beautiful thing that he did that. Very nice. Angelo tweeted, thank you so much. I hope everyone knows how amazing you are. I can't stop smiling, knowing she's smiling so much. Just thank you. And again, thank you to every single person who viewed my post. Whew. All right. Jay-Z and Beyonce, they are giving away $100,000 to one student in each of 11 cities that they are on during their On the Run 2 tour. And that's for the kids to go to college. So that's going to our college tuition and expenses. So one student in each of 11 cities. They're picking... Uh, Atlanta, Orlando, Miami, Arlington, New Orleans, Houston, Phoenix, L.A., San Diego, Santa Clara, and Seattle. So, All four years? $100,000. However okay. much that stretches out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some schools are a lot more expensive than that, and some aren't. So, yes, that's the charity that they're doing. So that's dope. And nice. that drunk fan who ran on stage has spoken out. First, uh, we told you about this yesterday. He got donkey of the day, right? Was that yesterday? That was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell is his name. Now, he posted a series of photos of his face and scratches on his face from being detained. And he read, still look, he wrote, still look good. I, I look, wish you could touch my swag. Wish you could. See, and that's exactly why they should have shot him. That's why he should have got a little leg shot. Well, not shot him. Nah, F that. Because when these people do stuff like that and they don't get no real consequences, they go on social media and taunt people, and it just gives them the courage to do that thing again or now, something worse. he talked about getting jumped as well, and he wrote, was going to let him up so we can fight one-on-one, but N-words want to jump in, and it's between me and him. That N-word can't fight, and he's been sneak dissing. Who? Oh, yeah, he should have got shot. I mean, you're right. No, 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 don't, uh, don't jump on my no, shot train no, no, now. No, you stay he, your ass over he there. He should have got told, shot in the I told y'all yesterday he should have got shot. He talking about, Who was he talking about just now? I'm sure he's talking about Hove. No, no, no. Uh, somebody, I guess, was fighting him. And I don't know who he was what talking about. What your dumb ass think was going to happen if you jump know, on the stage and try to attack who. a billion dollars? And then he ended it by saying, y'all N-words hit like bitches. Yeah, see, yeah. that's why you got to hurt people, At man. At least shoot off his pinky toe or something. Some man. people only respect violence <laughs> and money. That he, man should have gotten hurt badly. What he city was that? He got shot in his leg, Atlanta. He's also, now at first he had just been charged, got a citation for disorderly conduct, but now they are actually going to charge him with simple battery. Yeah, they should charge his ass. Where was Ruggs? Where was Tata? Nobody from Atlanta helped out there when he was there? I don't think Tata's he... not from Atlanta. No, and, but he was out and, there, I'm sure, on tour. And, and, and you know what? Ta that man needed a little bit more than pepper spray. Tata should have broke his jaw. Tata's broken some jaws in his day. 
Allegedly. Hey. <laughs> Allegedly, Charlemagne. Time doesn't change the individual. Say, he's, he's a very Jeez. changed man. A very evolved man. All I'm saying is that dude who ran up on that stage should have gotten hurt because not only does it teach him a lesson, it teaches the next person that may want to do something that stupid a lesson. I can't stand when stuff like this happens and they don't get no real consequences and then they get online and start taunting people. Y'all hit like bitches. Should have got shot. All right, today and tomorrow is when people will be paying their respects to Aretha Franklin. Now, it's going to be at Detroit's Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History for public viewings. And they're saying this is great. It's incredibly significant. She's being honored almost like a queen at one of the most important black museums in the United States. So everybody's going into Detroit to make sure they pay their final respects to Aretha. When's the funeral? Uh, Well, this is just a public viewing, and it's today and tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, I'm giving donkey today to a man named Brandon Johnson. Uh, this story has me confused because I did not know that drug dealers do interviews nowadays. Okay. It's, it's weird. All right, we'll get to that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey of the day. You you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. You you dumb ass. You are <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They're waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, August 28th, goes to a notorious drug dealer named Brandon Johnson. Why am I calling him a notorious drug dealer? Because any drug dealer that the police know is a notorious drug dealer. And if his drug dealing is a public record for the world to see, then he's a notorious drug dealer. And this notorious drug dealer, Brandon Johnson, according to TMZ, was arrested back in March of this year with a stash of guns, drugs, and cash. Let me be more specific. Brandon got caught with a fully loaded semi-automatic handgun, narcotics, and $10,000 in his pocket, and all of this was discovered in his home. He was also arrested in June of this year and charged with DUI and possession of cocaine. Oh, Brandon is notorious, baby. And he sounds like he's not going to change his ways anytime soon. I would think a person like this would be on probation, or maybe he hasn't been to court yet, but he will soon. But he's got a litany of charges that he's facing, or a litany of charges that he's faced. I don't know. What's up with this dude? I just know that I'm frustrated because the streets I knew, the rules we had in the streets when I was coming up are long gone. And I see things on social media sometimes. I see things on this internet sometimes that I don't understand. And Brandon Johnson is one of those things. See, Brandon Johnson is the drug dealer who supplied Demi Lovato with the drugs that she OD'd on. That night she almost died. How do I know this? Did somebody at the party reveal his identity? Did Demi tell the people who gave her the drugs once she came to? How would the world know Brandon Johnson supplied Demi Lovato the drugs that almost killed her? Well, because Brandon Johnson did an interview with TMZ spilling the beans, or in this case, uh, spilling the pills. Let's go to TMZ for the report, please. Did she know what she was taking? A hundred percent she knew what she was taking. What is it? I, what is I it? disclosed to her that these are um, not you know, pharmaceutical. They're, um, you know, aftermarket pills. You know, they're, little, they're, the they're much stronger. She understood fully. You know, it was unfortunate what happened. But, you know, I, I'm not here to hurt anybody. I care for her very much. When I when I was with her, she was fine for, 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 for the whole time. I mean, when I, when I showed up, she was a little drunk. So when you left, she, she seemed fine. She was just sleeping? She's sleeping, yeah. 
let, let's let's unpack this, as my therapist says. Let's unpack this. Uh, of course, you didn't want anything anything to happen to her. Why would you want something bad to happen to one of your best customers? And why would he say he's not here to hurt anybody? If you are providing someone with uh, how you pronounce it, oxycodone, oxycodone, how you pronounce it, envy. I don't Angela, know. <laughs> Angela, how you pronounce it? Oxy. Oxycodone. Oxycodone. If you're providing <laughs> someone with oxycodone laced with fentanyl, then yes, you are there to hurt somebody. Now, I thought about this yesterday because I don't like being a hypocrite. Uh, rappers have been talking about selling drugs for years, whether in their music, sometimes in their interviews. So what's the difference between what the rappers do and what Brandon Johnson is doing? Well, I'll tell you the difference. The difference is rappers are usually rapping about a life they once lived. Okay, a life that is behind them. You know, they paid their debts to society in most cases, you know, and, and the things that they're rapping about now in most cases, it's just entertainment. All right, if you are a rapper who raps about all the drugs they sell or the crimes they have committed and you are still doing those crimes, then you sound just as foolish as Brandon Johnson did. Okay? Did we not learn from the GS9? Salute to Bobby Smurda, Roddy Rebel. To us, GS9 was just a rap group, but not to the police. The police didn't think that uh, the hot N-word was a song or a dance. They thought it was a taunt. All right, police thought these guys were committing crimes and then bragging about them through music. Now, I don't know if that was the case, but I do know music is still entertainment. You can always chalk it up to just being art, but the lines are blurred because in hip-hop, we want our artists to be real, but I want you to be real, not stupid. Okay, if you have done things that can send you to jail, keep them to yourself. All right, it was a time in my life when I used to want my gangster rappers to actually do gangster stuff, but now, not so much. In fact, not at all. I don't want y'all brothers committing crimes. I don't want y'all to go into jail. I don't want y'all going to jail. And I damn sure don't want y'all doing interviews or making music about said crimes. So once again, the difference between rappers and Brandon Johnson is rappers can just say they are rapping. It's all entertainment until it's not entertainment. And when it's not entertainment, I actually enjoy seeing people get locked up because smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. If you are dumb enough to be on social media showcasing your drug dealing criminal ways, if you are stupid enough to rap will be doing interviews about your drug dealing criminal ways, then you deserve to go to jail. And it brings me a sense of relief sometimes because it lets me know the rules of the street have not changed, okay? I come from the era of staying out the way, staying low as possible. You don't talk on the phone, all right? You saw American Gangster. You don't sit front row at the fight with the fur on. You saw Goodfellas. You don't make no big purchases after a lick. So if you do that and you get popped, that's what you get. And that's what I need to happen to Brandon Johnson, okay? Because Brandon Johnson is not a rapper, all right? He's not in a movie, all right? Wasn't no beat behind what he was saying on TMZ. Wasn't nobody yelling cut after what he said. And what world do we live in that a drug dealer is getting interviews by paparazzi? Paparazzi is running down on drug pushes now? I feel like I'm not doing my job as an American citizen if I don't turn this man in. If you see something, say something, right? Millions of people saw Brandon Johnson on TMZ. Why aren't more people saying something? It's not snitching when the person is snitching on themselves. And the fact that I know he's a drug dealer who is telling us he gave Demi Lovato the drug that almost killed her, the fact that I know this makes me feel like I'm going to catch a conspiracy charge. So what I would encourage everyone to do is call the local authorities in California, L.A., wherever this guy is, and send them this video. We got to get this type of scum off the street because if you are doing interviews about the drugs you are selling and the crimes you are committing, then you don't respect the game. So why the hell should the game respect you? Please give Brandon Johnson the biggest hee-haw. I am appalled. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. 
Mm-hmm. I was kind of confused how he did it too, but hey. I... Well, if he's arrested by the end of the day, then I will have faith in the streets again. <laughs> right? There you Cause, go. Because the rules of engagement don't change. So I need him arrested by the end of the day. Okay. Or at least by the week. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. When we come back, uh, shoot your shot, all right? Now, if you want to holler at somebody and you need a little help, you need the Breakfast Club to help you, 800-585-1051. Maybe you want to holler at a coworker, maybe your ex, your neighbor, whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Shoot your shots. Next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Time to shoot your shot. Time to shoot your shot with the Breakfast Club. You lose your one chance. Don't mess it up. Mess it up. Mess it up. We have Tone on the line. Tone, good morning. Uh, good morning, you guys. What's up, Tone? Now, you want to shoot your shot with who, bro? I want to shoot my shot with my girl, Shantae. All right. What Shantae, happened? Shantae. What happened with your girl, brother? Man, I've been doing lots of growing, lots of thinking. I even started going to therapy. You know, Charlemagne, I know you do that too. But Yes, sir. Every Friday at 3 o'clock, best thing, best, one of the best decisions ever made. Yeah, well, I I used to be really controlling, and I got caught cheating on her. Mm-mm-mm. And um, I, I even, I was trying to blame her for what I did. And I was like, if, well, maybe if she gave me more attention Mm-mm. or giving me, you know, what I needed, I wouldn't have done it. But... I mean, I've been, you know, I'm a changed man. It's hard to say, but I, I am, and I mean that, you know, I'm, I'm changed. I'm going to tell you, man, one reason that I respect you so thoroughly right now is because you love your girl so much that you are faking like you have mental health issues. Round of applause for this man. No, stop uh, it. He might have a problem, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But whatever got you into therapy, I'm happy for you, and that is a, that is a great reason to try to get your girl back. You are trying to do the work to, to fix yourself because you are damaged. Have you guys been speaking with each other? Well, um, I haven't been able to get in touch with her for like maybe like a month now. It's It's been bad and I know I know I hurt her. You know, I, I've hurt myself. I used to be a dog and I used to be okay with that, mm. you know. But mm. I mean, I'm looking back now looking at all the stuff I've done and I'm like, who, who was this? Like, this Who isn't a man this? I'd want to be. This isn't a, a son I'd want to have. You, you know, I would want. You know, I would want to raise somebody like me. Yes, okay. you don't want to. You don't want to be in that nasty, despicable, rundown community called being a player. You want to be over here in this nice, gated community where the grass always stays cut, called the faithful black male community. Envy, don't you get quiet. No, I, I'm definitely. You put I'm, some of your experiences out here on the table. Hey, Lamar. Okay, but this is, is about there. this is about tone, not about y'all. So tone. What, what do you mean? We use our experiences to help people like tone. Absolutely. So tone, let's get into it. You ready to call and try to get your girl back? Yeah, but yeah. You, I you am. cannot Thank blame you your girl, so tone. Much for the help. Yes, you your cannot blame your girl. It. That's it's the, all on you. It's all on you. It's your mistake. This is what you did. You have to understand that, and you have to really want to change. Does she know you're okay. in therapy? Um, I don't know if she knows that. I mean, I've been trying to tell her, I'm, you know, how I've been changing. That's why I came through you guys. You know, I'm I'm major fans of the show. So, okay. I mean, I just, you know, I really Tone, could use the, y'all help. The key word is accountability. Hold yourself accountable. Let her know all the wrong things that you did. Acknowledge that you were wrong. And know that you are damaged and you are trying to get the help you need to be a better human being. And you want to be a faithful man. And be truthful and be honest. That's right. Thank you guys so much. Don't thank Don't us. Don't you cry either. Don't thank no, us. You know what? A tear might, you might need to shed a tear too, too. Well, we're so. going to call her when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Tone on the line. We're in the middle of Shoot Your Shot, and he's going to call his girl Shantae. Tone, you ready? Yeah.
Hello. Hey, it's Shantae. It's me. It's Tone. I um. I know that I hurt you, and I, I know I've been bad before, and I know mm-hmm. I was trash. Okay, but I'm changed. I'm going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm doing better. I just. I'm sorry for all the things I've done. Mm-hmm. I really want us to make this thing work. You know, I really want us to just put this back together because I was wrong for how I treated you, being all controlling and all that. I miss you bad. Look, I'm tired. I don't know why you're trying to pull your heart out to me. You, you've said all this before. I don't want to hear this Honestly, Tom, you know what you did. I'm tired. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of everything. Like, I don't deserve this. I deserve better. I'm just, I'm sick of you. I know you deserve better. That's, I, and I know that. And I know it, that anybody does. That's why I've been looking at no, myself. No, I don't I think said, you know, know because you keep doing the same things over and over again. My thing is you want to show me that you're better. You show me. You don't tell me. And we've been through this. Like, I don't get it. It's like you keep saying the same things over again, but you do the same things. You do the same I'm just, I'm tired. All right, well, this is... before. Yeah, this is not going too well. Yeah. All your lies with all your Who's sweet that? talk. Baby this, hey. baby Sean that. Say, this is uh, DJ Envy. working now. Angela Yee and Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Shantae. Oh, How are you? You scared the shit out of me. Shantae, why do you curse so much? Oh, because I'm tired of this dude calling me. It's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm tired. Played I'm the tired. fool before. Oh, my God. I was your you fool. So I believed in you. He really, he yes, wa- I he, did. He really, he yes, really, I did. He really wants a shot. He's, he says he's changed. He's going through therapy. He said he, he really wants uh, you back, mama. I know you said he has to show you and not tell you, but it sounds like he's putting in the work, ma. No, he's not. They're not at all. And I want, you know, I want, y'all can take him. I want to be better. You know, we never had him. We never had him, boo. I don't have a receipt yeah. for him. He's disgusting. Shante. If you want to know the truth, he's disgusting. Tell me, what did he and do, Shante? What's the most disgusting thing he did that you refused to even acknowledge the fact that he could be a change man? He's having a baby. And I guess I'm supposed to throw his ass a baby shower or I'm not. Wow. Tone, you didn't mention the baby. I asked you to hold yourself accountable. I asked you to be honest. You wasn't even honest with us. There's two things that I will never tell a girl to go back with a man for. Having a baby and if she, uh, that man gives her an STD. I can't, I can't co-sign this. Tone, you're having a whole baby, a whole, a whole baby. person. Um, by a half a woman. She's, half, she's this off-brand bitch. And she's disgusting. <laughs> I work every day. My little person? This bitch lays on her ass every day, and that's what he wants to bum bitch. And he can have that. Now he wants to get you guys involved, mm-hmm. calling me. I don't want to hear this I'm shit. Sorry Shante, for wasting so your sorry. time, Shantae. Tell you I'm have sorry. nothing to say? Oh, okay. It's, now, I, I understand. <laughs> right? I didn't bring oh up God. the baby. I didn't bring up the baby because that's... You know, that, that's Tone, shut up, Tone. To, Tone, shut up. Shante, Shante, repeat after me. Played the fool before. Played the fool before. The fool I was before. your fool. <laughs> I believed right. in you. All right. Yes, I sorry, did. Sorry, guys. Yes, I did. Shante, I'm but sorry for bothering you. ain't working now. Uh, I'm so sorry. Y'all not bothering Y'all the bright spot. This mother... Oh. He can go ahead with his ass. I'm done with him. All right. Well, thank you, Mom. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Sorry, Tone. 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 I, Tone. I can't. See, I had to shut you down. Oh, my goodness. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Now, if you don't know what Charlemagne is singing, it's Sunshine Anderson heard it all before. I'm going to play it in the mix because a lot of you are like, what the hell is he singing this uh -huh. old first of all, First of all, first of all, okay, stop trying to cater to these young people, all right? It's a mass majority of our audience who is 40 he, years he's up. He's just who knows explaining exactly for people I'm who singing. don't know. I'm explaining for people who don't That's know. I'm going to play it for people who don't know, old man. Heard it all See? before. My goodness, all right. All of your lies, all of your sweet talk. All right. Maybe this, Matter of fact, maybe I'm going to start the mix off with it, all right? Oh, so Lord. if... Uh, if you don't know what it is, keep it locked to the mix. I'll get it on in the mix, all right? Now, you we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about the show that I've been watching. Uh, this might have been one of the funniest O.J. Simpson interviews. I know that's a weird thing to say, but we got a clip of it for you. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning to all. Drunken love still goes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Still goes. Okay, okay. I see you. Now, let's get Surfboard. to these rumors. Surfboard. <laughs> I see you. You Let's out talk. there with EJ. Yeah, you gonna tell the people what you doing out there? Doing where? What are y'all talking about? I'm sitting right here next to y'all. No, you're not. <laughs> Last night you were with EJ. First of all, RuPaul, I'm not with EJ. No, and you know. said you had balls. I was with Lee Daniels, my man Lee Daniels, salute to Lee Daniels, and I was uh, EJ and RuPaul happened to be there. Now that sounds oh, like a fun party. Oh, oh, oh. I would yes. have loved to have been in that room. For it was it was good energy. Charlamagne had a ball. He said good energy in the room. You know, I saw I EJ me. in the airport one time in Detroit, but I was too intimidating to go say hello. Man, I love EJ. Every time I see EJ, I run up on EJ and say hello. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love EJ. EJ knows I love him. All right, drop one of the clues bombs for EJ Johnson. All right? That man is amazing. That man will walk in the room with a cape on and high heels, six foot six, two hundred and sixty pounds, with better balance than everybody in the room. Mm. All right, well. I'm sure it'll be in your next book, but let's get to the rumors. Let's talk OJ. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. All right, so do you guys watch Who is America on Showtime with Sasha Baron Cohen? Yes. No, I need to, though. I, I watch the clips online. That is my <laughs> show. It's so funny. All right, so it was the finale on Sunday night, and finally this clip I have available online for you guys to check it out. O.J. Simpson was one of the people. He got O.J. on the show? O.J. Simpson. Oh, I didn't see this one. Now he's playing an Italian playboy who's about to interview O.J. Simpson. It's a lifestyle of the rich and famous type of show. Uh, and here's what ends up happening where he actually trips up O.J. Simpson a little bit. Listen, my business partner is a Sheikh Mansour. Yeah. He wants a one-on-one -on -one just with you and him. And he is obsessed about what happened the night with the wife. What wife? The one you shot. Well, first of all, she was my wife. Oh. We have been divorced and separated. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. sorry. I'm a sorry I didn't know. We want you no. to be 100% truthful how you got away with it. That's what he hey, wants to know. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't get away with nothing. Hey, yeah, yeah. I didn't I get away with anything much. with my wife either. Oh, she committed out. suicide. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, salute to Showtime, because Showtime not scared, and it takes guts to air that it kind does. of show and to let Sasha do that kind of show, and Sasha is a fearless personality. Let, yes. let me tell you something. There was all kinds of people trying to have lawsuits and everything because people done lost their jobs after being tricked on this show now. Here's what else happened with O.J. Simpson OJ Simpson on um, Who is America? Uh, me and you, we got uh, something in common. We both, uh, how you say, uh, lady killers. You know, it's not what it sounds like. In Italian, it translates to... Uh, Somebody who uh, murders women. <laughs> no, I killed nobody. Oh, I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that OJ is at the point in his life where he can laugh at that. Mm. You know, you, it's an awkward hope, interview if you, you watch you, it. You all hope to get to that point when you make a mistake like that and you can just laugh about it later. Well, he says he didn't do it. 
Okay. But <laughs> craziness. All right. A fat Joe, his former business partner, is now trying to sue him. Scott Spina, he's saying that he got booted out of the business. You know, they opened up that store all the way up, yep. the sneaker store. And according to Scott, he's saying that Fat Joe kicked him out of uh, the business after it opened. So basically, they're saying that he opened up a separate bank account without his knowledge and then went ahead and started funding things through that bank account. Now, Scott Spina has been sentenced to nearly three years in prison for financial impropriety. So he's now suing Fat Joe for booting him out of a sneaker store. That they supposedly opened together. You, gonna, you can't boot. Can you boot? Can I? Can you sue me because I fired you? No, especially oh. not when you gotta go to jail. Well, he's trying, so we'll see what happens. But he's saying that he helped raise the money to get the store open and worked tirelessly to do that, and then he ended up getting kicked out of the deal. Sounds like you didn't have some paperwork done properly. Right. All mm. right. If you are a fan of Prince, like I am, he is gonna be. Well, he's not gonna be there, but they're filming a Prince music video in New York, and you can also be in that video. They're filming these scenes tomorrow and Thursday. There's gonna be a funeral scene with a religious focus. They're looking for African American actors. Uh, there's a male preacher they're looking for, and church ladies and church men who are 60 and over, and children to be at that funeral between the ages of 8 and 10. So they also are looking for a young male age 18 to 21. So anybody that wants to be in a Prince music video, that's going to be happening tomorrow and Thursday. I have a feeling Prince wouldn't approve of any of this. I don't know, but you know they have a whole Prince album coming out. Mm. So that uh, album is going to be on a, a piano. That album's called Piano and a Microphone 1983. Is it unreleased Prince music? I guess so. Okay. I'm here for that. Other than that, no. Right. All right. Now, we told you about Drake going to meet a fan who needed a heart. She needed a heart transplant. And after Drake met with this fan, Sophia, she found out some more good news. Here's what happened for her 11th birthday. My birthday wishes are, and it did happen, well, one of them did, to meet Drake, and that one did happen. And my other wish is to get a heart. Yeah? Well, guess what? What? You're getting a heart. Congratulations! I'm getting a heart! Yes, baby! (laughs) Wow. This nigga Drake might be Jesus. God's plan right there. You you touch the hem of Drake's OVO sweatshirt, you get a goddamn new heart. What the hell? Oh, my goodness. I'm about to tear up in here. I'm so happy for that. Shut up, man. What you mean about to tear up? I'm about to tear up. The little girl's getting a heart, man. She's 11 years old. She's 11 years old. really, really sweet. I can see why. I'm tearing up, too. Drop on the clues, Bob. You need a heart, Charlamagne. You definitely need a heart. I might have to start praying to owls. Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ. Somebody else needs a heart in this. My God. All right. so nice. I do want to salute uh, Lee Daniels, though, and I do want to salute uh, Jordan Cooper because I appreciate good art and creative people, and I witnessed some very creative, smart art with great messaging last night. And the most important thing to me nowadays is messaging, and I just love how certain creatives are putting the medicine in the candy nowadays and giving people just good, digestible messaging. So salute to Jordan Cooper and Lee Daniels. You don't know who Jordan Cooper is now, but trust me, you will. And you had a ball last night. I did have a ball. That's why I like talking to people like Lena Wave, having Lena Wave on this morning. Like, I just like good, creative people who are just, you know, doing smart art with great messaging. Yeah, shout to Lena Wave for joining us this morning. Now, yes. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. And uh, earlier this morning, uh, Charlemagne was singing a song. I know a lot of you guys probably didn't know what song he was singing. Why do you keep saying that? You know, everybody started tweeting, like, I'm such and such age, and I know this song. I'm 30, I'm 20. That is a classic record. If you didn't know that song, I'm going to start the mix off with it. It's What's the name of the song? Sunshine Anderson. Heard it all before. Heard it all before. You know oh, I mean? you know what? How does that song start? Because I remember there's like a little skit in the beginning. 
You don't remember they talk in the yes, beginning? Yes, I do. Um, what did they say goes, in the um, beginning um, of that song? Um, um, he goes, he goes, baby, baby. Uh, he goes, baby, let me explain to you. I'm saying what you're saying. It's not even like that. It wasn't like that. But I just saw you, baby. I don't love you. You don't love me. You know what? I don't even want to talk to you. She don't mean nothing to me. I don't want to see your face. I just want to see you walking through that door. There ain't nothing else to say. Peace. And then it go, come home. Wow, late. he really right. knows that. Okay, like I said, if, if, if you don't know what Charlemagne is talking about, thinking, thinking you gonna get you some. If you don't know, like some this is a classic record. You know how many women's hearts been broke and they done thrown this record on in front of their nephews and 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 well and clearly somebody's thrown that on in front of you. Right. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of times. That's what you're really this trying is, to say. This is a heartbreak. You know how right. many times somebody dedicated this song to Charlemagne? All right, smell it well, like some friends. We gotta go, guys. I don't even wait. Turn it up, then, goddamn it, it's my right. joint. All right, let's get to the mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.